Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Family life can be crazy and chaotic. So join us as we figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast. My name is Aaron and I'm your host for this episode. In each episode of the Parent Ed Podcast, we'll be tackling questions that parents are asking about family life, parenting, marriage, work life, and much, much more. We'll be speaking with everyday parents and practitioners as they share with us their experience and practical ideas. We hope that you'll keep tuning in to learn with us and to grow personally in your journey as parents. Social media. Some parents view it with caution, others cannot live without it. But when it comes to our tweens and teens, most of them want to get a slice of the action. But how do we ensure our kids are equipped to handle some of the potential pitfalls of the online world? How do we know when they are truly ready? Today, we have Jun Yong, who leads our insights team at Focus on Family Singapore. You may have also heard her hosting some of our previous podcasts. So it's so good to have you on the other side today, Jun. Welcome to our show. Thanks for having me, Erin. It's really fun to be in the hot seat today. June, can you please share a little bit about yourself and your kids? So as you know, I work here at Focus on the Family. I started out in PR and went into freelance writing for quite a number of years before this. I've got three kids. One of them is a teenager, 13 years old, followed by an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old. So, you know, a news report from the Wall Street Journal states uh, 13% of British users and 6% of American users trace the root of their suicidal thoughts to Instagram. So this is a study from Facebook's own internal research on its teen audience. Apart from self-esteem and mental health issues, there are other concerns like the distraction social media poses and the amount of time it takes away from other important areas of life. So you mentioned earlier you have a teen daughter, June. What's your take on this issue and how do you allow her to use social media? So my teen daughter has been asking for her own Instagram account for quite a number of months now. She turned 13 early this year. I put this off, citing a number of reasons. Uh, one of which is because she's starting out in a new school this year, uh, Sec 1. There'll be a new environment, new curriculum, new friendships to navigate. I basically wanted her to have the time and space to focus on what she needed to do in secondary school. So I didn't want to have the added complexity of like managing a social media account, thinking about what she would post every day, thinking about how many people like her posts and things like that. Yeah. So um, the way I see it, it's like we wouldn't let our kids behind the wheel of a car uh, without going through all the basic driving lessons, the theory lessons. So along the same line, I think we can look at it as a period of training and guiding them before we eventually let them loose in the social media world. So I've been using these few months to kind of talk to her about some of the potential pitfalls that social media could bring. Uh, for example, uh, addictive scrolling or like seeking or approval seeking behavior as well as feelings of envy or even jealousy that could arise when you find yourself being left out of certain activities or friendship groups yeah and i also take the the time to kind of share with her like how even us as adults we also struggle with these things it's not like you reach a certain level of 
age or maturity and like, oh, nothing phases you anymore. But even as adults, we kind of struggle on a day-to-day basis when we look at our Instagram, when we look at our Facebook, and we start to compare ourselves sometimes even unconsciously, right? So what more for a child at a stage of development where you are very concerned about your identity as well as your image in a group, in a friendship circle. Basically, talking about these things, I think, hopefully will help to equip her with an understanding of yeah, what are the kind of dangers, what are the kind of um, emotions that she could experience the minute we unlock this social media door for her. Oh, that's really good stuff. It sounds like you're really using this time to sow into your daughter's life, to equip her on some of the things that she may encounter, you know, when she faces uh, social media in time to come, and also giving her some of the tools to understand maybe perhaps the difficult emotions that may arise from yeah, encountering maybe bullying or even just not sure, you know, probably in terms of self-esteem as well. Having said that, you know, with this delay of sorts to entering social media, has she been urgently asking you even more? Like, why, why the delay? Was there some resistance from her? There is definitely some resistance or a little bit of nagging, I would say. And sometimes she uses like opportunities to kind of race to me, like for example, oh, so-and-so is on Instagram or so-and-so wanted to try Be Real. Mm. So can I? (laughs) I just want to keep in touch with my friends. And so I think I appreciate that she is open with me and I also acknowledge her desire. It doesn't come from a bad place. She wants to keep in touch. She wants to see the latest thing that her friends are on. So it's something that I understand as well. But each time she kind of raises this, I also take the chance to talk to her about readiness, about the dangers again, because it's real. I mean, the statistics show, the data show that a lot of teens do get perhaps depressed. A lot of teens do feel very insecure when they start to put themselves out there, put their pictures out there, sometimes even their work Mm. out there, right? It takes a certain amount of maturity to really be able to handle some of the criticism, some of the disliking or even hating that might go on in the online world. I'm glad to have these conversations with her. I'm glad that she's still open to all these things and chatting about it. So I don't go out and say like outrightly, no, you know, never. You know, it's not about that. It's not about like clamping down on everything, but it's more of a, yeah, let's get ready. Let's keep this going. Yeah, and one day, yep, when we decide to take the plunge, we will, we will go at it together as well. So yeah. you're like easing her into it, looking forward to the day when that happens. But now if I'm a parent, right, thinking whether my child should be on social media or not, what are some of the signs or indications that I should look at before I decide that they should be really on social media? I think one of the first questions you could ask your child is, okay, what, what's your main reason? Like, is it really just to uh, get to know your friends better? Or is it, because everybody else is on it and so there's a kind of pressure there. You know, let's kind of unpack this a little bit. Yeah, sometimes the child may not be able to articulate like immediately, oh, you know, I have this grand scheme, I have this grand plan. But as you ask them, I think you're actually bringing it to the fore and then they begin to ask themselves as well, like, yeah, what am I trying to do here? Like, is there a a purpose for me to get online? Because I need to know, right? Like, it's going to take up a chunk of my time can I manage this as well amidst all the schoolwork, amidst all the uh, extracurricular activities? How much time am I going to dedicate to this? And how am I going to see like 
when it's too much? You know, is mommy going to tell me? Is there going to be some time limits as well? Yeah. So thinking it through and bringing it into the child's consciousness so that when they go into it, they kind of have their eyes open, so to speak. Like for my teen, she's very socially driven. For other people, it could be like a hobby. I know of a friend's child who started a YouTube and because he likes to cook and he wanted to sort of put his cooking videos out there for people to, to see and enjoy. So different people are motivated by different things. So it's a matter of asking and having a conversation about it. Apart from this, I think uh, it's also about being able to handle, like I mentioned earlier, that some of the negativity uh, that could happen online. Sometimes people may make insensitive remarks about what you posted. Perhaps just giving them the scenario like, how would you react if someone were to say like, oh, this artwork you posted, that wasn't very nice. I don't know why you posted it. <laughs> you know, how are you going to react? How are you going to feel? And obviously there's going to be some emotion in you, right? What is that emotion? Giving it a name. And so that when it eventually does happen, we know that social media isn't always like the most encouraging or affirming place all the time. Although you do hope that some of the friends would be that way, that they would be able to be ready for that moment when it comes and not like have to flounder in that feeling of, oh, sadness or insecurity. I totally agree because, you know, even as adults, we also cannot even control our emotions when we use social media and perhaps even our time management as what you mentioned earlier. So especially now that our children are so busy with school, mm -hmm. uh, with all the assignments, with all the projects they have to handle, yeah, having to carve out that time just to you know manage their social media accounts will be also another challenge that you have to face. Mm. So you know, I hear you about giving them that space, giving them that uh, ability to understand when to start, also the dangers that are involved. But as a parent, right? Like now, my child is really curious about social media. Do I show them? Well, maybe like a teaser of sorts, like show them my social media account, let them know what people are doing out there. Do I, should I expose them to the social media world already? I think that's a interesting thought. And actually for me, I would be quite open to that because they are already curious. So, and they're probably already exposed to it to some extent. If they have a phone, if they have friends on WhatsApp, then, you know, anybody can send them stuff on like TikTok or whatever, right? So... I think it's definitely a good idea to see yourself as a guide walking with your child and exploring this new arena with them so that they are not just going at it alone or behind your back even, mm. that you can talk to them, oh, what do you think of this? What is this person trying to do? What is she trying to show? Do you agree with some of the things that she said? And if you don't, then how would you raise it in a way that perhaps helps this person. So kind of peppering your conversation with some of the values and with some of the tools that could help them handle tricky situations themselves. Yeah, I think that's a really good suggestion, Aaron. You know, just going at it uh, with them and exploring things with them. Because this is really just a start, right, of a journey. And it's not like you equip them with two, one, two, three, and then they're ready to go and then by <laughs> the gate closes. I would say like this age, this tween to early teen stage is like a golden window of opportunity for us because it's at this time they are ready and curious and they want to experiment with not just their own identity and figuring out what they stand for, 
but also experimenting with things like social media. Yet it's also a stage where you are still wielding a significant amount of influence on them and you can, through your conversations with them, be able to instill certain values and hopefully certain protective buffers around them as well. I know our children are trained in basic media literacy in school. I think the education system in Singapore actually exposes them to that. But how can we as parents be safe places for them when they face maybe nasty or uncomfortable situations online? I also hear you about not wanting our child to do things behind our back, right? We want them to have those conversations with us. So mm. perhaps you can share some maybe handles or maybe an approach that a child can turn to the parent in times of trouble. That's a really good question. I think first of all, it's us being observant and noticing when perhaps something is bothering your child. Like for example, he or she immediately goes into the room after school and refuses to come out until dinner time. I think that's kind of one of the signs that would prompt you to explore and, and to dig a little deeper right, with your child about what's going on. At the same time, you also recognize that in this space and time of teenhood, it's also when they want to reserve a bit of privacy and a bit of space for themselves. So it's a bit of a push and pull. You kind of make yourself known, you make your presence felt, but at the same time, you can't really shove it down their throats. You can't really make them have a conversation if they are not ready. But just letting them know that, hey, you see them, you notice that they are a bit moodier than usual. And just opening by asking them, what's wrong or would you like to talk about it? Perhaps when you're ready to talk about it, I'll be here. So even simple things like that to kind of open up that space for them to come to you when they are ready and when they do have a problem to share. Yeah, I think if you start the conversations earlier, when they turn to become teens, you know, those conversations is not unnatural for them to continue. It's really mm -hmm. part of the habit that you've really been doing with your child. Yeah. yeah. So thanks so much for sharing your tips and handles on handling this social media journey with our children. Indeed, it's really an ongoing journey and perhaps the best approach for us to take is to see ourselves as learners, parents learning how to guide our children. Uh, we need to learn what drives our children and be, be prepared to make any mistakes along the way and then it's perfectly okay, right, to make those mistakes as well. So thank you, June, for taking time to share with us on this podcast. To all our listeners, thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you have gained practical tips from the, the different intentional ways of managing our children to time management. To find out more parenting resources, do check out our website at family.org.sg or you can drop us an email at parent@family.org.sg. We hope that you can share this podcast with a friend or other parents who may benefit from this episode as well. Be sure to subscribe and catch us on our next episode of the Parent Ed Podcast. Until next time, have a great week with your family.